Episode, this is 181? 181. God damn, episode 181, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, uh, we, we about to get busy. How you been, Josh? Um, I'm chilling, man. Um, I started therapy this week. Um, finally oh, got it. Physical or emotional? Emotional. Um, actually, okay. I started physical therapy for my back the end of the month. Oh, um, man. But this you is gonna be a whole new motherfucker. Yeah, soon. man. God damn. I'm y'all here, yo. Um, oh, but man. yeah, I finally like it's been a couple months process of like trying to get help and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and this country doesn't treat this shit serious, so like it's damn near impossible to get it done. But I got a call on Friday, uh, and boy was like, hey, I got to open it next week. Let's like set up something. So I was oh, like, wow. cool. Yeah. So we're going to do Zoom too. So like, you know, I, I, w- I was feeling weird about the idea of just doing it over the phone. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like that. It felt kind of impersonal. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. So, but like, he was like, yeah, we can do it over Zoom. He was like, I prefer Zoom. I was like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Nice. Because nice. like something about like telling people how you feel over the phone, <laughs> and like it's one thing if I'm talking to you or just or so like somebody I know and I know what their face looks like and know what they what their facial expressions would be, right? I'm just talking to some stranger over the phone. I don't know what they're like. I want to be able to read somebody just to feel mm-hmm. comfortable, like you know what I mean, yeah. to feel comfortable in my own situation. Make for a more natural conversation. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For real. Then like I can like lay down on this sofa here and like do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> the Freud shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah, shit, I'm, man. I'm, I'm I'm happy, man. Like you know, fucking need this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that shit's. Um, I did it as a younger person, mm-hmm. um, but I'd be thinking like, oh, maybe you know go back and and talk to somebody i feel like um yeah like a lot of people by nature of uh our society and the way that it is and like the pressure that it puts on people i think a lot of people need to do that shit or would benefit from it you know honestly i I think in a in a world that took mental health more serious a there'd be way more like therapists and shit like that Mm-hmm. It would be way more accessible, but like it should be a regular thing. Like jobs should offer it as like a yeah. part of your job to be like, oh, we have a mental health uh, mental health professional on site that you know if you're having any kind of issues with the job, you know, feel free, you can go talk to them. Any yeah. kind of issues, like set up a meeting and weekly go through and work through shit with people because I know even when I was seeing my occupational therapist um, through like uh, workman's comp shit. I mean, he was like, yeah, you know, we'll talk about the work stuff. But he was like, we can talk about everything here. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any kind of issues you have and you can talk to me about it. Like, it doesn't just need to be about, you know, you feel uh, anxious when you're driving. Shit like that. He was mm-hmm. like, you can, you know, we can talk about anything. And like, yeah. that just just knowing sometimes that you have somebody to talk to can even fucking feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, imagine how many people have had like legit nervous breakdowns or crises at their job mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and didn't 
you know the 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 workers around you your fucking supervisor not a trained professional no. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and like the workers around you aren't equipped to intervene and and assist in that sort of situation so they're tr- you know people just you know going through uh this like pressure and these traumatic events at work and there's no mechanism set up to help them that shit like you said you know in a society that took it more seriously it would be more widespread and accessible yeah absolutely and i think it's uh you know i understand because like you know i remember when i first talked to my doctors a couple years ago about like the anxiety and depression i was dealing with and the counselor i was talking to was like yeah like we were talking for like 20 minutes and she was just like um, you're probably like, she was like, I understand like you financially can't do this right now. She was like, but you need to leave your job. Mm. She was like, cause in a 20 minute conversation, you mentioned it like four times. Yeah. About yeah. like what your stressors are and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Like, you know, like I knew my job was part of it, but I didn't realize how big of a part of it was. Yeah. And so like, you know, I'm sure jobs don't want somebody around who's like, yeah, you know what? You probably need to leave this place. <laughs> you <should> quit. <laughs> but I mean, in a in a in a world that like valued um their employees' mental health and like, you know, we want our employees to be, you know, to feel good and to be, yeah. you know, in good spirits because that's gonna provide the best opportunity for us, uh, for our business. You know what I mean? But like Places don't give a fuck about that because if they did, they pay their workers more. They would treat right. their employees better. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's really, um, you know, this may sound like hippie-ish or whatever, but like human beings require holistic care. You know what I'm saying? It has to be like mind, body, mm-hmm. spirit, all of that shit. You know what I mean? Like we require that shit, and we require like social care too you know what i'm saying and our world and this is like a whole other conversation but our world has compartmentalized everything so much that we don't even understand like oh okay yeah my body needs to be healthy and my mind needs to Mm -hmm. be healthy and i need to feel supported and i need to feel uh fulfilled and all of that shit in order to be like a healthy functioning human we just think like oh okay you know if you're not physically sick go to work and yes. and rock it out you know what i mean but now there there are a ton of people who are struggling because other aspects of their personhood you know aren't being addressed and we don't even know we don't even realize that we need that shit yeah it, i mean just think about how like we operate as a system period where you're just like you know, the dentist is open the same hours most people work. So, like, they don't get to go to the dentist unless they take mm-hmm. a fucking day off of work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. doctors is the same way. You can't go to the doctors Can't go to the doctors during the week because you work all week and they work the fucking same hours. So, unless you leave early or you do, <laughs> like... I never just, even thought of that, but yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, it's like, you know, fucking schools are set up that, like... Kids get out earlier than their parent. Most parents get off of work, so like, then what are you supposed to do with the kid? Like, it's such a weird system we have set up of like, 
everything works against the, each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all because it's just set up in the profit model. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, it's all, this is all set up because like, you know, we need to profit the most. That's the most important thing is profitability. You know what I mean? Right. That's like the highest principle. Yeah. Is right, like yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, it's weird, man. But yeah, I'm, you know, I like excited is probably the, the wrong word <laughs> to say, mm -hmm. but like I am like, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that like this will help and like I can learn some tools. Like that's one of the biggest things when I did intake like a month ago. Um, they asked like, you know, what are one of, you know, what's one of the things you want to get from it? And I was like, tools, tools to be able to, like, um, help like operate in this world like and to help deal with the issues that i have and, and like i'm sure somebody with experience can give me tools to be able to do those types of things yeah is i feel like a lot of times um problems problems are complex and they like require complex solutions but a lot of times it'd be like the simplest shit that can help you that you didn't you just didn't see you know what I mean? Or didn't have an understanding of how to uh, achieve a thing or how to take care of it. And it'll be like a simple thing that'll just yeah unlock some understanding for you. Like when I was going to my um, the occupational therapist and I was dealing with, like I still deal with it, man, like anxiety when I drive. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, I was rear-ended and like just like uh, anytime I come to a stop, I have like this, like a fear in me that someone's going to come hit me. And like, he gave me two, the, the, the two biggest tools I took from it. He was like, anytime you start to feel that way, look, look over to the person next to you, like mm -hmm. the per the car next to you. He was like, they have just as much chance of getting hit as you do. He was like, and look at them. They're not fucking like in an intense Freaking fear, out. gripping yeah. the steering wheel, squeezing it to your hands hurt. Like he's like, they're mm -hmm. not doing that. He said, also, he was like, do belly breathing. He was like, if you ever watch a baby, baby breathes with its belly. Like its belly mm -hmm. goes up and down, up and down every time it breathes. He said, when you get older, you stop doing that. He said, but it's the most natural way to breathe. Mm. He said, so do belly breathing. Let your belly go in and out, in and out. And then like he would have me sit there and do it for like yeah. 20 seconds of just being like, just breathe. Yeah. And it'll Relax bring you back down. Yep. He was like, it, yeah. it relaxes you 100%. And it's, it was completely true. And it's still tools that I've used now and also that I've given to people who, who are dealing with, like, who are freaking out. Even if it's like just one of my players who's like, you know, got a stinger or hurt themselves. I'm just like, hey, listen, listen, breathe. He's like, let you just breathe with your belly. Let it all, like, mm -hmm. let yourself relax. Just to like, because, you know, when you get hurt or something like that, you freak the fuck out. So, like, I'm yeah. like, yo, just breathe, just relax. Like, certain things like that are just so important. But, like, when you're in a panic state, it's really hard to remember those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you just like having a response. Yeah. So, like, but when you have the repeated process of like learning it, it's really important. But, you know, it, again, one of those things that's like, as soon as work with comp stopped, they were like, fuck you. You don't need to see, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> you need to see people still, but like, we not paying, yeah. no one's paying for it. So, fuck you. Jesus, that's another thing. Like, you know, I'm not telling you nothing you don't know, but navigating um, that whole system and having that, you know, uh, system of like insurance and workman's comp and shit tied to, you know, the health and well being of people, mm -hmm. that shit's cruel, yo. It's yeah. so fucking cruel. Yeah, it, it's insane that like that's how we operate. Like, 
in the richest country in the world we're like yeah, yeah everything needs to be tied to your employment if it's not tied to your employment if you're mm-hmm. not working you're not getting the help you need um like my mother works uh part sometimes she works at this uh spot that like does like treatment for like essentially unhoused people mm-hmm. um it's like you know it's essentially kind of like a nursing home but for like you know really like people furthest down on the ladder and shit yeah but right next to that building, there's also a, um, a homeless uh, a homeless shelter, and she uh, like when I went to drop her off, yes or yesterday or a couple of days ago, there was somebody who was um, one of pe- one of the people from the shelter was like, you know, just wandering around screaming at the sky. Obviously needs help. Obviously needs like probably some kind of medication. Um, counseling, those kind of things. And it's just like, he's just left alone to like wander around. And then like my mom, when I picked my mom up, she was like, yeah, she was like, he's 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 from the shelter. She was like, he probably needs to be in with us, but until mm-hmm. like he can get some medication, he gets some, a doctor to put him in there with us, there's nothing we really can do about it. Like, Jesus. and it's really just how we just like throw people to the wind, man. Like the society yeah. just throws people to the wind. Like, fuck it. You're like, you're not, you're, you're no longer a cog that works. So we don't need you. Like we're just discard you. Yeah. Yeah. We're the richest country in the world, but we're only rich for like, you know, war and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like certain, um, you know, a certain class of people, hoarding more wealth we're only rich for that like everything yeah. else you know social services and and taking care of people even like education and shit you know what i mean like we're we're just you know we just we just let that shit let the chips fall where where they fall with that kind of shit yeah i mean like we we saw it even more like during the pandemic in like the rollout was fucked up and like um help took forever to get to people and all those kind of things because the but like if we were going to war tomorrow like we'd have had tanks in you know afghanistan the next fucking day like there was like we have no problem like assembling and, and getting money together and spent for a war but like when it's like yo people need help yeah okay you can wait six months it's like nah man like that's not how this can work, but like you said, this country, this country can do what it wants to do. Like you know what I mean? It wants to, it wants to wage war, so it can fucking do that and no problem. Yeah, yeah, it's it's priorities. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean. It's, it's priorities, and like, I feel like uh, a lot of our institutions, like healthcare you know uh the military all of this stuff is it's all like built on this cultural foundation of like profit and violence over prioritized over everything else mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know exactly how we turn this shit around that's that's like a bigger conversation than this this podcast yeah. would allow but you know what i mean like I'm, I'm i think about like the future of this shit and i'm like how do we how do we get to the other side of this shit where it's like human focused and like people centered mm-hmm. you know what i mean like but we ain't we ain't there now nah. we on some other shit right now uh, actively on some other shit right now you yeah. know what i mean um I think we can uh, start rolling into uh, some of our topics for this week. Um, mm-hmm. On a lighter note, 
as to what we were just talking about. Um, and I feel like this is kind of awesome. I, I really kind of love this. Uh, so Biggie and J Master J's daughters, Tiana Wallace and Tyra Myricks, mm-hmm. are opening Juicy Pizza in L.A. Oh, shit. Um, it's going to be, you know, uh, a, you know, like a, I guess kind of like a boutique type, uh, pizza place. Um, but they'll have like, they're going to have like New York staples, like oxtail, beef and broccoli pizza, um, jerk chicken pizza, um, uh, like, uh, steak, uh, what do they call it? Like a steak and cheese, uh, mm-hmm. egg, uh, cheese, uh, egg roll, shit like that. Like, um, they're also going to be in, um, in, uh, they're going to have like a members only like cannabis lounge with a black owned, uh, cannabis company. Oh shit. Yeah. So, um, and like they're doing, um, Tyra Myricks, uh, um, Jam Master J's daughter, she has like a clothing line, so they're gonna be selling stuff like that and other like um, some art stuff like. It's, it's gonna be like this, like really like boutique upscale pizza place um, yeah. that I kind of really love. That like just the next generation of like um, hip hop entrepreneur type things. Yeah, yeah, I fucking uh, I love this shit. You know, I love uh, black business and black folks doing this kind of thing um and i loved it you know these two young ladies their their fathers were uh taken from them tragically yeah they were both beloved figures like we love run dmc and jam message mm-hmm. we love big you know what i mean i'm i'm it makes me happy to see their children out here flourishing and, and thriving you know what i mean i saw a picture of uh jay dilla's daughter hanging with uh flying lotus and it like she looked so much like her pop mm-hmm. like she looked so much like her pop in her face it like made a little tear come in my eye i'm like i'm I'm glad to see you out here doing well i lost my father young you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so like seeing that and seeing and in the same way as you know big not dilla but like big and, and jam mm-hmm. master J. Um, so yeah, it, it, it makes me happy to see, uh, these young ladies just out here, like doing their thing. You know what I mean? LA people that's listening, y'all gotta, y'all gotta book us for something and, and fly us out there. You yes, know? Definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we could, we know a lot of people on the West coast, so we could go out there, uh, you know, grab some pizza and shit, go, I don't know, run up in a gang war or whatever <laughs> niggas yeah. in LA is doing <laughs> No disrespect, I'm gonna edit that out. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we gotta go out there, you know, hang on the West Coast a little bit. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I, I I've been wanting to get out to the West Coast for a very long time, man. Yeah, man. Um, we we had a whole little tour. I'm gonna edit this shit out. We had a whole little tour booked yeah. that we were supposed to go on, and, and the shit got, yeah. you know, got 86. Respect to that that promoter, you know what I mean? But yeah, it got it got cut. But yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta make our way out there. Yeah, definitely, man. I I, I you know I would love to head out, and, and it's it's dope to like I can still see like in my head visually I can see Big holding Tiana in a juicy video, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean with the 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 diamonds in her ear, like crazy, yeah. Like to see that and to, like see her as like a grown person and like you know what I mean, like, running a bit, like that's dope to me, man. Like I, I find that I find shit like that like super inspiring and and um 
super dope. Like I just find that shit so 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 cool and and um I love that like uh the you know like the next generation in the culture is like coming up and doing something. You know what I mean? It's awesome yeah. to me. Yeah, much success to them. Definitely, yeah, hundred percent. Um also in like semi good news, uh De La Soul um may have their music on streaming soon. Um Yeah. I saw yeah. this. Yeah, Tommy Boy Tommy Boy got bought um by <laughs> another company and that company is like negotiating with De La to try and get their music um available on streaming for you know money that they you know they deem proper you know what i mean yeah yeah because uh a few years ago uh there was a story circulating because daylight came and spoke out mm-hmm. about it yeah tommy boy wanted to put their music on streaming services but daylight uh they would have gotten like a fraction of a fraction of what they felt that they should have earned off of it, it would have been like no money at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or nothing significant that they, you know, having their stuff up there. And a lot of folks have talked about how Daylight's music not being available on streaming has impacted their influence on younger generations, mm-hmm. which I, I think is a really interesting point to bring up because um, a lot of the young people who are, you know, creatives, they're making podcasts, they're making music, they're doing videos and all of this stuff. The young creative community now, you know, were born in the early 90s, mid 90s and all of that. And a lot of their aesthetic, you know, visual clothing, all of that stuff really came from De La and the native tongues and all of that stuff. There's there's like a a, a synergy of, of aesthetics there. And I wonder if De La, you know, would be bigger or would be more well known amongst young people if they could just go on Spotify and listen to, you know, I'm 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 waiting for the day when young people are going on Twitter and they're going on Spotify and checking out like I don't fucking know like De La Soul is dead, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm waiting for the conversation around like you know uh, Millie pulled a gun on Santa Claus, like songs like that that talk about you know molestation and shit. You know what I mean? Like all of this this music that De La put in the world. I'm waiting for young people to discover it more, and I hope that they work this deal out and that you know we we get that. Yeah. I- I think it would be great um, and also like just even great for them in the sense of like exposure um, to young people listening, but also to just like, I think that would do major, I think that could really help them touring wise too. If people see that there's a demand for them on, you know, they're getting play on Spotify Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, Apple music or whatever. And like, you know, they see like, okay, yeah, there's still a strong demand for like this music. These people can come do that. Also, and then it kind of, you know, it works symbiotically where it's like, well, they come to town and they're playing music. You know, they do a show, like people go home listening to like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a day or, you know, if they come to Roots Picnic or some shit like that, yeah. like people yeah. are going to be listening to it, go leading up to it, listening to it afterwards. Like mm-hmm. it, it would help a ton. Um, 
and I think like they are they're just such groundbreaking artists, man. Like, yeah, I you know I, I'm all, but I want them to be paid properly too. So that's the thing too. Yeah, I'm I'm all for like, hey, we we're not you know don't put the music up until you're paid properly. I, I mm-hmm. feel that way for all these artists. I think the, all these artists should be compensated much better than they are. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, De La, you know, are still an active group. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They still make music, still play shows, and there's still three living, breathing humans that need, you know, they got kids and shit and need to, you know what I mean, need to yeah. pay bills and need to be, like you said, need to be adequately compensated. So, you know, I don't have no problem with the move that they made early on where they were like when Tommy Boy was like oh we put your stuff up on streaming and they was like how much we getting paid like nah yeah. fuck that. you know what I mean I don't got no problem with that I support that 100% and yeah hopefully with this new deal you know they come back and, and uh, can negotiate this thing and get them like a more equitable share you know Tommy Boy tried to say uh, oh it's cause of the samples and, and all of that shit man pay them motherfuckers you know what I mean? Look, Y'all done made millions off of them dudes. Listen, you know, Jizza told you, Tommy ain't your motherfucking boy, dog. Jizza broke it down. You know, <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers don't talk about that record. The label shit. Yeah. I remember the night I heard that on the radio. I was like, is he just talking about record labels? Like, naming all of them? Man, he told y'all a while ago that the shit was shady. Q-Tip was told he, y'all it was, was shady. Was he? Oh, yeah. Was, was that original genius record on Tommy Boy? No, right? No, it was on uh, Cold Chillin'. Cold Chillin', yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. it was cold. Um, he, he dissed them in that shit, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And on the uh, uh, Protect Your Neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know uh, I mean? so he was letting us know. Second season of that is shooting right now, I think. Yeah, uh, a cat that I know, uh, Red Hat. Shout out to Red Hat. He builds, like, sets and shit. Oh, right. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he told me a while ago... He was like, yo, I'm working on season two of the Wu-Tang show. I was like, oh, word? Yeah, I, I fuck with that show a lot. He said that uh, that day that they were working, that he hit me up, they were building a replica of Firehouse Studios where they recorded uh, a bunch of those records. They were yeah. trying to build like an exact replica of this shit. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited that they... Uh, got a second season mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know a lot of shows don't be getting that and shit they get one season and they done uh but i yeah a lot of people were complaining dog i've i watched it listen i watched it while it was airing and i've re-watched the first season at least twice okay since then you know what i mean i like that shit a lot you know what i mean yeah issues or whatever yeah but, yeah 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 you know I, I enjoyed it and like it's a fucking show about the Wu Tag. Like, <laughs> of the, course the, I watched it. I had my issues with it. We talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I ain't stopped watching. Like yeah. I watched every episode. So like it was mad fun. Yeah, like that at the end, I was still having fun with it, no matter what. Like even with the little stuff that I had my issues with, I still was having fun with it. So like, I it wasn't bad enough for me to be like, oh, this is trash. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. This it was good. Like I thought it was good. It was I thought it was well acted in a lot of places. Um uh I yeah, so I'm I'm excited for it. 
I need to yeah. go back and revisit it because I haven't watched it since. So I think I need to go back and revisit, give it a good rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for season two. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about Red Hat. I didn't know that. Yeah, he um, he builds like he he builds. I know he builds stages too, but he he definitely does like the set stuff as well. Mm-hmm. He told me they were they were building out that studio and shit. That's dope. That's yeah. real dope. Um, on connecting to the De La uh, uh, topic, I read this recently. Sony is forgiving artists recoupable debts in their Artist Forward project. Mm. Um, and basically what it did was it gave a breakdown. I think it was like every everybody who's signed since 2000 uh, to Sony mm-hmm. um they're forgiving their uh, their debt so they can start making more money um, through their streaming and stuff like that. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, but the the breakdown that I saw was insane. So basically, an artist on a million dollar deal, um, and with, the, with you know including their their upfront and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they would essentially have to stream a billion times. <laughs> Before they could start re- before, to recoup all their money, just to recoup, Jesus, yeah. And it's like that's <laughs> fucking nuts, man. Like, because oh, you know we man. hear all these numbers about like, oh, they did five million streams and da da da. And it's yeah. like it yeah. ain't because it's because it's like fractions of of a penny and shit like that. Like, it doesn't really mean shit, man. Like. As far as money uh, for the artist, you know what I mean? Like, to, to labels getting their money, you know right. what I mean? Right. Um, but it was a billion, because, like, I don't think people realize how many, how much a billion really is. Yeah. Um, I, I remember reading. streams? Yeah, I remember reading <laughs> that, like, our brains aren't, like, capable of, like, understanding the amount, like, a, what a like to we can't visualize what a billion essentially is mm-hmm. um and it's like yeah because it's a thousand millions so it's like yeah. even if you have 20 million streams of your song it's not even close to being able to be recouped like it like that is insane to me yeah um yeah because if you think about it like how many artists have ever had a billion streams there's probably very few. Very fucking few. Like, you may have, like, somebody like a Beyonce or Rihanna. Um, like, they need to be global, global artists. Mm-hmm. 100, you know I, mean? I just looked it up. 100 songs have cleared a billion streams on Spotify. <laughs> 100 songs. Now, how many songs are on Spotify? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, probably trillions. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 70 million songs. 70 million songs. On Spotify. And a hundred have cracked a billion. That's insane. That's that's not that so it's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Like that's yeah. so crazy. Like you need to I mean it just goes to show you but also goes to show you like if Sony can do this, other labels can do this. Like mm-hmm. they're like none of these labels are losing money. You know what I right. mean? They may tell you they are. If they are, they're just bad, poorly run business. Yeah. And they've made it, you know what I mean? Even if you don't recoup, you know what I mean? Like they've made money, they've made profits. Like come on. Yeah, I remember reading when we were kids that like 
in a boom of like signing rappers and shit like that. It was, you know, they'd sign 10 artists and figure one of them is one that sticks and the rest of them are write-offs or, you know, if they, you know, they may recoup just enough or shit like that. Like, you know, no, but none of these, because like in the end, like none of these businesses are, are operating to be like, you know, nice. So yeah. they're all operating to make money. Yeah. They're going to figure out a way so that you're not a loss. Yes. You know absolutely. what I mean? Whether it's like a write-off or I don't know the shit where they, uh, like if one of your albums, I can't think of the, I don't know if it's cross collateral, some shit they do where they apply your balance to another thing. They're mm-hmm. going to figure out a way. You know what I mean? To make sure that they're not taking no L. The L is going to be you. You're going to take the L. Well, that's like, uh, um, uh, the dude David Prowse who played Darth Vader in the costume, mm-hmm. like he was the one on set and shit like that. Yeah, and actually, there's video of him talking, like on set, saying the lines and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird because you're so used to that, you know, the <laughs> the James Earl Jones voice and shit. Yeah, like yeah. you hear this like really like upscale British person like saying these lines, um, but like his deal. excuse me with like uh fox or whatever um was that like he got a piece of like the movies oh Um, shit but they always made it so it was like they didn't make any money like however they did the math like he just never got any money for it oh no what he he got like the initial money to do the the movies or whatever but like he never had like he never got the back end because they were always able to make it be like oh yeah but we didn't really make money on this trash yo it's like it's like a several billion dollar franchise and it's just like yeah we never really made money on this Oh man, that's how do you live? <laughs> how do you? It was it's fucked up because I say that, but it's like multiple people making mm-hmm. decisions that do is man, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's I was like up. when I heard that I was like that's fucking crazy. But like they just always worked it, so it was like yeah, you're not gonna make money on this. If he ran up somewhere with a blicky, like <laughs> if he ran up in the offices, like you can't even, he's in fucking DreamWorks studio, <laughs> clapping at somebody. I, can't you be can't even blame him at that point. Nah, you can't be mad at him, dog. Jesus. Like, yeah, they, they fucked my man over. He was like a, like a, a, a uh, I was gonna say weightlifter. He's like a, a bodybuilder and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was, um, he just got fucked. I felt so like when I heard that, I was like, I feel so bad because you know it's one of those things where it's like that's what the businesses do. They find fucking ways to make sure you never get paid for shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know they can make their books look however they want. Like you know what I mean? These they have like they have the best lawyers and the best accountants, and so they can make the books look however they want the books to look. So if it looks like they never turn a profit, it's like Netflix technically never turns a profit but ain't nobody losing money over there hell no <laughs> you know what i mean hell like no. fucking exact thing uh they not living like we living nah you know nah, like mean? trying to th- trying to figure it out and shit yeah like that's the same thing with uber like they talk about uber and it's just like oh well, uber's never turned a profit it's like yeah but the fucking people behind uber ain't living in poverty <laughs> you know what i mean their drivers live in poverty they ain't right. fucking living in poverty man we got to figure out some trickery when we get on <laughs> 
<laughs> like, like, yo, Culture Cypher Media never made a dime. Never <laughs> you made know a dime. Saying? As we like yeah, tweet that shit. from our yacht that has Wi-Fi. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> a yacht that has a yacht on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we can uh, start heading to uh, what we're listening to for the week. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you listen to anything new? I did. Uh, Sky Zoo put out a new record called All the Brilliant Things. And I said it on NPR uh, last week. This is probably the best thing that I've heard from him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's nice and he makes yeah, yeah. Uh, dope records. This shit is remarkable. Um, A lot of the record, he's he's from NYC. Mm-hmm. A lot of the record, he's talking about uh, gentrification and he's really kind of telling the story of how his neighborhood has changed okay. over the years. And, you know, they, they putting up condos and, and coffee shops and all of that. But this man, he he is working the hell out of his pen on this record. It's really one of the strongest records I've heard this year. It's really, really, really good. Wow. I, I wanted to check it out. I meant to check this record out and then just completely forgot. Um, but I'm going to get on it. I'll probably listen to it today. I got to take the girls home, so I'll probably throw it on when I uh, go to take the girls home. But I've been meaning to check. I meant to check this joint out because uh, yeah, I know I saw Conway and them uh, posting about it too. It's Yeah, he's on some shit with this one and it like, it gives me uh, summertime outside vibes. It's not like a happy-go-lucky record. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it has like soul and like spirit to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's really fucking dope, and um, the yeah, the the way that he's writing and a lot of the stuff that he's talking about, it feels like when he talks about like the memories of like back in the day and like growing up in the neighborhood, a lot of the shit that he's saying reminds me of like our childhood. I'm like, oh man, he's yeah, there's all the brilliant things is is a fucking excellent record from Sky Zoo. Shout out to him. Yeah, I'm gonna check that joint out definitely. Um, I was going to listen to the Migos drop Culture Three. Indeed, they did. Um, but since we playing the Hawks, and Quavo thought it was cool to turn up at the <laughs> Wells Fargo Center, every it's all it's fuck Atlanta everything right now until we, until we finish out the Hawks this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Then it's right back to, you know what I mean, to, to you know, showing love to Atlanta. But right now, it's fuck Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I didn't listen to the Migos joint. I did listen to um, Time by Yoro Droog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been a fan of Droog. Uh, I, lo- I, really, I really fuck with Droog heavy. Um, and I really like this project, man. Mm. Um, it's a little long, uh, yeah. but... Some standout stuff on here, like uh, the t- the magic watch is like a storytelling joint where he talks mm. about um, being able, like this dude comes to him with like a magic watch, it could take him to any place in time he wants in his life, and like it, it goes to like three different people, and they all have like three different experiences. Like it's really cool, um, really well done. He has uh, please listen to my Jew tape. Which is like his essentially oh, like his times like trying to get on and shit like that like a couple failed deals that he had. Um, there's uh, lost time which is really good. Um, no time. There's a bunch of joints on here. Um, no time is excellent with Wiki. Uh, 
there's a couple joints where um, he has Field of Dreams with uh, ASAP Rock and Elza, which is fucking crazy. I did um, hear that one. Yeah, and then he has they go drop- off of that shit. Yeah, he has <laughs> Dropout Boogie with uh, Doom too. Um, that's really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a couple of joints that like, he has like some uh, like some like crude humor type joints where like I just it ain't my style. Like you know what I mean. Um, and, and just some like oh you know I told my chick like to fuck in the armpit da 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 and it's just like I don't like that kind of shit I'm just like I, I'm not for that like you know what I mean come on um, bro <laughs> that's not really my weave but like the the most of this project is stellar yo and um he really like Droog is uh, nasty with the pen and mm-hmm. like when he's like complimented with dope beats he can he's a fucking monster so i definitely think folks should check that joint out like i said even just for like the the five or six super stellar tracks on there it's a really solid album um yeah. it's time by euro Droog like definitely gets the certified joint for us yo like this shit is dope Where? um other than that uh i think we can start wrapping up um we have a Vivo channel. We're in partnership with Vivo, um, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. If you uh, put it in the search bar on your YouTube channels, we have videos going up uh, every five days. Um, mm-hmm. As we're recording this, a new video is up right now um, of us talking about the DMX album. Um, also, our film, Another Word for Paradise, is up there on our Vivo channel for free. All three parts, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. If you have it, do it. If you have, do it again. Can't yeah. hurt. Um, yeah. 40 minutes, man. Like 40 minutes out your day. Just put it on as you're doing some shit in the background. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, we also have a website, seriousrapshit.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go buy a mug or buy a t-shirt. All that stuff helps. Uh, so help support us. Um, and we are independent business people. So mm-hmm. it all helps. Um we have a shirt that in collaboration with Incense Trap and Yoga, um, the Abolish Ice shirts. Um, and Biden is just ramping up the same activities that were going on at the border before. There's still kids in cages, in case you guys don't know. Yeah. Um, it ain't just Republicans so, that do it. No. no they do it. Definitely. They do it, too. Yes. It ain't, it ain't just them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so... Uh, part of the proceeds from that go toward um, helping families uh, at the border with legal aid. Um, <clears throat> if you're listening to this in the Apple Podcast app, you can rate and review us right in the app. It really helps. Um, we really appreciate it. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, all, with the serious the, with the Vivo channel, serious rap shit Vivo. Um, like and subscribe, man. Make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, like I said, there's videos going up all the time. There's never for a, a lack of content. We're at like 30 videos up there or something like that. Maybe even a little more than 30 videos. Yeah. And, uh, new videos going up every five days. So there's mm-hmm. always shit coming. We're getting ready to record something. As soon as we're done with this, we're recording some new stuff. So, um, and I think there's some, we're, uh, we have some ideas for some some stuff going forward. So I, I, I'm excited for that. Uh um, I think that's it. Um, oh, you can find us at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you're John underscore Liberator, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy, I-N-D-I underscore S-R-S on Instagram and Twitter. Um, follow us there for updates on everything. Um, other than that, 
we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat shot to you.